Hello and welcome to Bible study. I hope you're having a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day here in Taos, New Mexico, and I am just so thankful to be home. What a mighty journey we have just been on as a family. We went to the Holy Land of Israel and just got back, and I'm just so thankful for all that God has done for the miracles, the signs, the wonders, the many, many wonders, and just the way that he has revealed himself to us, just the mighty things that we have seen. We've seen deliverances and divine appointments and healing and God just moving in a mighty way and just revealing his glory to us and to our children. And I'm just so thankful. And before we get started, let's go ahead and pray. Yahweh, we just come before you and we thank you for who you are. You are God. You are king. You are ruler of the universe. We just thank you for calling us to go out to preach the gospel, the good news to all creation, to the ends of the earth. Thank you for calling for men for supplying all that we need to go, the grace that you give us through your Holy Spirit, that we can do nothing of ourselves, that we rely upon you alone, the salvation, the God who is with us to deliver us, with us in our coming and in our going. Thank you that your anointing breaks every yoke of bondage, every yoke of deception, any lie. We thank you, Father, that you fill us with grace and truth, the wisdom from on high, from the Holy Spirit of grace we receive your Holy Spirit today, that you would awaken our eyes and open our ears and our hearts to receive what you would be speaking to us today. Father, I pray that you would use me as your vessel to speak and declare what you would call me to speak in Yeshua's mighty name. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you all for tuning in again. And this time we are speaking about going out. This one is titled Going Out. And we are called as disciples when we have chosen to follow Yeshua, Jesus, when we have chosen to follow him, we are called to go out and to preach the gospel of the good news. We read about that in scripture, that those that Yeshua chose, that he called, they would forsake their lives to go out and to be used and to be vessels to declare of the good news, the good news of the salvation of our God, that he forgives us, redeems us, loves us, has a plan, has a purpose for us, that we have been saved that we have a salvation that saves us in our times of need, no matter what it is that we're going through. This is the good news that we cling to. This is the good news that is the confession of our testimonies and our salvation that we can share with those we come into contact with, that we can be encouragers, that we can build up those people that God places in our paths, that we can speak life over them and encouragement and share the love of the Father with those we meet, that we don't have to live depressed, oppressed, and lives that are burdened and overwhelmed, that we can live lives that are free in the love of our Father and free to fulfill the purpose that He has called for us. These are the messages that we are compelled to share as He places people in our paths as we are called to go out. Hallelujah! God is so good and He has called us and He has chosen us that we would be ministers of the gospel of peace, that we would spread the good news and prepare the way for the Lord. He calls us to pray, to go into strategic locations and pray and break down principalities, rulers of darkness in high places, not because we are powerful, but because the Holy Spirit within us is. And as his children, we can decree and declare who rules and reigns upon this land and who rules in this nation and on this globe. Glory to God. So we were called to 
to go as a family to Israel originally. It was just going to be my husband and I. And then Ryan's mother got sick the day before we were leaving. She was going to be watching our children. So we chose to take our children and we began to pray and stand for her health. And I invited different people to pray. God was showing me that this was a test that I was going through to rely completely on his salvation and to ask others to join with us in prayer. And we asked he intercessors to pray for her and her healing. And God came in with his mighty salvation. And when we experience his salvation over and over, it increases our faith. It increases us and grows us in knowing that he will deliver us from all evil, that he will deliver us from what the enemy tries to throw our way. He will work it for good because that is the God that we serve. Glory to his name. And that leads us to the passage that I want to read first in Psalm 121. It says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Glory. Hallelujah. We do not have to fear when the Lord is with us. He does not sleep or slumber. He is not sleeping on the job. He is consistently protecting us and under the shadow of his wing we take refuge and he delivers us from the wicked attacks of the enemy. And when the enemy comes in, he will work it for good to grow us and strengthen us in knowing who he is and how he saves us and to draw us closer with our brothers and sisters to stand in agreement and in prayer and give praise for the prayers of the saints that go forward to heal, deliver, set free. Hallelujah. That the prayers of the saints are effective. Glory to his name. I love this passage. He will preserve us going out and coming in forevermore and we can stand upon these promises and we can declare them and speak them and trust in him. Trust and rely in faith knowing that the grace of our God is great. Knowing that we deserve death and sickness and infirmities and attacks because of sin but because of the righteous blood and the salvation of our God and Yeshua HaMashiach. We do not have to fear because of him. We have salvation. Hallelujah. Psalm 122 that's just beneath this chapter is a beautiful passage also and it's just an encouragement of what we were doing. We were going to Jerusalem. We were going to Israel and I love this passage because it says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together where the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, to the testimony of Israel to give thanks to the name of the Lord for the thrones are set there for judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace within your walls, prosperity within your palaces. For the sake of my brethren and companions, I will now say peace be within you because of the house of the Lord our God. I will seek your good. And that is something that we prayed over the whole nation of Israel, that there would be the peace of God, that those who live 
there would encounter the salvation of the great high king, the high priest, encounter the Holy Spirit that they would all know every tongue confess that he is God. What a mighty scripture that encourages us. Let us go up to Jerusalem where the tribes gather, where he gathers his people from the four corners of the earth and he draws us. Of course, he's creating a new Jerusalem, a new city, a new heavens, and a new earth. But while we are here, we have these places that we can visit that expose the Bible to us in a way that we have never encountered. And when you walk in the Holy Land, the Bible is alive, and those places that you read about are right there. And you can open a passage, and it speaks of a location, and you might be 20 minutes away from that location, and you can go visit it. And it's so powerful, what a mighty God, that we can go to Jerusalem, that we can go to Israel. Hallelujah. I have a heart for Jerusalem. I have a heart for Israel. I have a heart for the people of God, the tribes that he has placed in that land, the tribes of many tongues, of many colors, of many people. And we know that there's Jews, there's Gentiles, there's people in that place of Israel. There's people of that place from many nations that he calls us to. He calls us to minister the gospel. It doesn't matter who you are. You might have a different belief. It matters that you are a creation of the Most High God and that he loves us all and that he created us all for a purpose and he loves his sons. He loves his daughters. 1 Corinthians 9, 19 through 23 is a description of Paul and he's saying that he's free. He doesn't belong to any other person, but he makes himself a servant to everyone. And he does this to help save as many people as he can. To the Jews, he became like a Jew so he could help save the Jews. I myself am not ruled by the law, but those who are ruled by the law, I become like someone who is ruled by the law. I did this to help save those who are ruled by the law. To those who are without the law, I became like someone who is without the law. I did this to help save those who are without the law, but really I am not without God's law. I am ruled by the law of Yeshua, of Christ. To those who are weak, I become weak so that I could help save them. I have become all things to all people. I did this so that I could save people in any way possible. I do all this to make the good news known. I do it so that I can share the blessing of the good news. And when we are called out into the nations, we go and we relate with people. We meet them where they are. We listen to their stories and we listen to their hearts and we relate with them to share the love of God. And that's what I experienced over and over as we met so many different people. We met Palestinians and Jews and we met people from different nations and different tongues and we were able to relate with them and share the good news of God and to pray with them, to bless them. We met people from Germany, from China, from different places that are scattered throughout the earth that come to this holy place and I'm just so thankful for all that he has done and I'm thankful that we can be all things to all men, not to serve man, to serve God and to preach his good news. Preaching comes through the very action of our life, of our words, of our behavior, of how we relate and how we love people and how we can show them the love of God. 1 Corinthians 10 31, just a little further down from there, through 33 says, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Give no offense either to the Jews or to the Greeks or to the church of God, just as I also please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit 
profit of many, that they may be saved. And this is when you can get into contentions and you can get into arguments of this or that, but that is not what we're doing. We're being called to spread the good news of the gospel, that many would be saved and we don't have to focus on they do this and we do that and this and that. We focus on the thing that is saving us all and that is the blood of Yeshua. That is the King of glory. That is God, our King who rules upon high. Amen. Thank you, Father. These were just a few scriptures that we received before we were sent on going out, and I'm encouraging you with them because when you go out and you remember these things, you remember that you can minister, you can love. You don't have to argue with people about your views or religion. You come with the fresh message of salvation, that God has a heart for his children, that he has a heart for his people, that he has come to save, heal, deliver, and set the oppressed free to heal the brokenhearted, to bind up their wounds, and to minister to those who are poor in spirit. And oh my gosh, watch him move because he does it. He does it every time. He didn't come for the healthy. He came for the lost, for the sick, for the broken. He came for those who are in need of him, the humble at heart. Glory. I know I'm one of those that he came to save and I need his salvation every single day because that is the God that heals, that delivers, and sets me free. And he sets you free and he loves you too. 1 Corinthians 11 11 is something that's talking about the man who is the husband who is the covering for his wife just as God is the covering for Yeshua just as there is order in heaven there is order in marriage and it's talking about the covering of covering your head which I find interesting because in Israel you wear a head covering when you go to certain holy places and when I was in Palestine I would wear a head covering, a hajib, which covers my head. And I found it that I love to wear a head covering, actually. Most of the time, if I preach, if I sing, if I'm ministering, if I'm praying, I wear a cap because it protects my head. It protects me from the sun. Also, because of the scripture, but I've not really worn these fabric coverings except the last time I was in Israel. And I sure do like it, but it's an outer demonstration of this scripture that has to do with being respectful as a woman covering our head, a symbol of humility, a symbol also of being covered by our husband, covered by God. And it's this beautiful picture, not meant to be a yoke of bondage or a yoke of slavery. And this is a scripture that Paul talks about, 1 Corinthians 11. But I want to focus in and hone in on this one piece here because women came from the man, but it's not that women are inferior. Rather, this is what we read in verse 11. I have to insist that in the Lord neither is a woman inferior to man nor is a man inferior to woman for just as a woman was taken from the sight of man in the same way man is taken from the womb of woman. God as the source of all things designed it this way. So it's saying we came from Adam's rib but men come from our wombs and so we see that there is no inferiority in the Lord. That we help each other, we encourage each other, we build each other up. And that is what I experience in my own marriage with my husband is that there's different times where we help each other. We're here to be servants one to another. He leads. Sometimes he says, you lead. And sometimes you navigate. We take turns in these areas and not because he's superior and I'm inferior or I'm superior and he's inferior. Rather that in the Lord, 
Lord, we are helping each other. We need each other. We are helpmates. And as we went out on our missionary journey, we can see that we need each other. We need the body, the body of Yeshua. We are all pieces that are important. Amen. Luke chapter 5 verse 4. This is a beautiful picture of being called as a disciple, but being called to go out into the deep and being fishers of men, which is going out to be used mightily for the kingdom and for his glory. Hallelujah. And this is when Yeshua was at the Sea of Galilee and we spent so much time at the Sea of Galilee. We love the Sea of Galilee. There's so many beautiful birds, beautiful sunrises. It's so peaceful. You can see why Yeshua would want to be there with his disciples. It's just a very warm place and a beautiful place. And he was there at the Sea of Galilee. This is where he picked his disciples. And this is where he called Simon. And that's what we're going to read. When Yeshua had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And that's just a spiritual word. Hallelujah. That there is a ripe harvest of fish out there that are longing to hear of the good news of the salvation of our God. And he says, launch out into the deep, into the unknown places that you have never been before. Launch out and watch me move and watch how I can use you. You will catch fish. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have been toiling all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will lie down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Yeshua's knees and he said, depart from me for I am sinful. Oh, I'm a sinful man, O Lord, for he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. Notice his humility. I'm sinful. I don't deserve to catch this fish. I don't deserve to be used for your glory like this. And he's not a man that is deserving. This is what God does. He calls us when we're sinners. He calls us and he knows that he's going to use us for his glory because it's not us, it's him. And Yeshua said to Simon, don't be afraid from now on. You will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to the land, they forsook all and followed him. He was there with James and John, the sons of Zebedee, and they had forsaken all to follow Yeshua's call. Going out, you will catch fish. Launch out into the deep. He is with us in our going. He is with us in our coming. And he shows us and he gives us directives. And Paul shows us to go out. Don't be concerned with asserting who you are. Be concerned with listening and asserting who Yeshua is. He listened to the people. He went to them. He heard their cries and he would speak to them with love and compassion and heal them. Glory to his holy name. So I just encourage you today as you are living your life and you are following as a disciple of the King of Kings that he would compel you to go out, compel you even in your own hometown or even in your own city or even in your own state. Even when you go to the grocery store or you go to get your gas or you go to Walmart or you go to get clothes, that there is a divine appointment as we live life, as we visited the many holy sites, as we went to the ocean and we went to the mountains and the Sea of Galilee. God would orchestrate divine appointments, divine meetings at the hotel 
details at the different places where we're just gonna be at. And he knows this and he calls us and he brings us people as we're just going about our daily life. And he will make a way for you to speak, to encourage, to lay your hands on them, to pray for them, to build them up. That is who our God is and he is mighty, hallelujah, that he says, launch out into the deep, put your nets down. There will be a harvest. There will be a harvest of souls in these last days. Glory to his holy name. Hallelujah. He is with us in our going and in our coming. And I just give him praise. As we were coming home, Ryan's mom also took a turn and we got back in that prayer place of knowing that God is our salvation, encouraging others to pray. Thank you, Father. And she is healed by the blood of the Lamb. That is our God. Continue to hold us up in prayer because we need it. We will continue to hold you up in prayer because we know that the prayers of the righteous who have been made righteous by the blood of the Lamb, that those prayers avail much. Thank you, Father, that you are so faithful, God. You are so faithful. I just pray a release of your spirit of courage, of boldness for those who are listening to go out, to go out to be used for your kingdom and for your glory, to go out and spread the good news of the gospel, Father, to be all things to all people, not to serve man, but to serve you and for the sake of your word and the sake of your gospel. And we just give you praise and glory, Yahweh. We thank you for who you are and all that you're doing in Yeshua's mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you all for tuning in. I pray you have a beautiful and blessed week. Shalom, shalom, shalom. And we will see you next time.